Welcome to the Abundant Life Podcast, bringing you encouragement and challenging believers to spiritual change and growth by applying biblical principles to everyday life. And now your hosts, Sasso Mendez and Ben Ariano. Welcome everybody to the Abundant Life Podcast. This is episode number 28 and I am here with my good friend and brother in the faith, Sasso Mendez. Hello, hello. What's going on, man? Christmas week. Christmas week, man. This is uh, it's exciting, man. We're going to be doing a, a Christmas uh, edition of the podcast today, so I'm excited about that. I am too, man. We never got to see the chosen Christmas special edition, but I heard there's a lot of singing. Uh, I yeah, I don't know. I heard it's uh, it's playing here at the uh, nearby here at the theater. Is it really? So I, I might look into it. Just just check it out. Maybe maybe it's worth going to check it out. Tomorrow's five dollar movie night. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, the AMC. Maybe you'll have to go check it out. Go hit it up. But I would say, Ben, I'm pretty exhausted. I had a pretty busy week last week. Last week was a special week for me. And uh, Laney and Adrian came in, and then Nate came in on Friday. So you got to spend time with Laney and Adrian. That was like a whirlwind week, you know, a couple <laughs> of days, and uh, you know, had my formal ceremony. Thank you for coming. Con- congratulations. Thank you. Thank Again. you. Again. So that was uh, very nice. We had Lumonati's. Oh, man. That yeah, was good. That was good. And crumble cookies. <sighs> you know? I was so stuffed. I mean, that Lumonati's uh, uh, pizza. Uh, and, and it's it's not it's not Illuminati. It's yeah. Lou Lou Malnati's. Chris Chris for, Sutherland for you guys. It's not the Illuminati <laughs> for it's you guys Lou listening. Out there. Yeah, uh, it's it's good pizza pie. So it's Chicago pizza style. Um, you know, so they put you know a bunch of meat. It's thick thick crust, butter crust. Um, so you know, typically I'll eat you know you know three to four pieces of pizza when I go if it's. New York style, but this is Chicago style. So I do like two, and then Diane, she didn't finish half a half a slice. So I, I you can't pol- let it go to waste. I polished it off her, bro. I was so stuck. I could barely fit the crumble cookie, bro. I was like <laughs> taking little. <laughs> well, let me try taking, taking little bites, dude. <laughs> my dad didn't raise no quitter. <laughs> well, my, shove it down. Well, my parents were like, "Hey, you, you're not getting off the table till you finish every." So I'm just like, "Okay." I'm picturing my parents. <laughs> yes, man. Uh, that was an episode. But, you know, honor thy parents. Amen. You know I mean? Children Amen. obey. <laughs> So there you go, Ben. You're doing well. You know, you're eating your all your food. So, uh, but that was good, man. That was definitely good. Uh, Luminati's is uh, is good pizza. Um, and then it's funny because I, I don't know if you remember, but we uh, we'd gone to watch um, GCU get pummeled by ASU. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. And on good the times. way on the way back, my mom called, and uh, we were, we had her on speaker, oh, and yeah. she started talking about this taco pie. So I don't know if you've ever heard of Taco Pie. I haven't Googled it yet. No. Um, but apparently there's uh, something out there called Taco Pie. Did your mom make it or she was just, I know she was talking about it. I don't know. She said, did she say it was a YouTube video? She had a, yeah. She had a recipe from um, YouTube. Yeah. So I'm going to have to try it. It sounds pretty good. It sounds like she was going to make it. Well, I've seen taco salad, but I've not seen taco pie. Yeah. You know, so now we got weenie, weenie tacos. I mean, we've got all these different types of tacos and now taco pie. We have turkey tacos. Yeah. Uh, taco pie, do you make that for Thanksgiving? or? Yeah, I don't know. I, I have no idea. Um, I, I'm going to have to just Google it. I don't know. So maybe you guys out there know uh, what taco pie is. If you do, or if you, you know, had it, I don't know. Maybe. Let us know. Comment about it or something. I don't know. <laughs> let us know what, what uh, if you have the recipe, uh, let us know. We, I, I want to try it. Well, the funny thing is, speaking of the Christmas special edition, that pastor yesterday talked about baby Jesus being wrapped up like a burrito. Did you hear? Did you catch that? <laughs> I reference? caught that, and then the first thing I thought of was Carol, Carolina's tortillas because yeah. they're huge. They're, the tortillas like this is big. I mean, it's huge, and yeah. I mean you can wrap all kind of like eggs and bacon in that thing, or chorizo and eggs, or or whatever you know, like carne asada. 
I mean, you could put a lot of meat in oh, there. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a huge tortilla, bro. But he was talking about baby Jesus being a tortilla. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it wasn't a wrap. It was a tortilla. Swaddling tortilla. <laughs> Swaddling tortilla is what he said, right? That's what I, that's like, what I heard. Pastor said tortilla? Uh, that's funny, man. You're making me hungry, bro, during that uh, church you. service. Well, you know, it's funny. So yesterday I went to Cane's, and uh, that was good. And then this morning I woke up to an email uh, that I had purchased $100 of box combos from Canes. Sounds like a good time, <laughs> let me tell you. Well, that's a good way to start the week. It was a good time for somebody, but not me. Oh, wow. <laughs> so apparently, that was in Texas, right? Houston? Yeah, in Houston. So apparently somebody in Houston hacked my account, my Canes account. So they, they downloaded the app, somehow hacked into it, and I have my credit card set up in there. So they purchased $100 worth of Canes. 10 box combos to be specific. Wow. I mean, I got the email receipt to show it. And uh, so anyway, I, you know, flagged it as fraud or whatever, but I'm just like, man, somebody had 10 box combos. That makes me wonder, did they, I wonder if it was one person who had 10 box combos or, you know, multiple people or did he go to, the, did that person, I'm saying he, I don't know, maybe she. Hey, sorry. Uh, did sorry, they, dude. Did, did they go home and, <laughs> and, and freeze it? I mean, what did, what did they do with 10 box combos? Well, those fries don't say fresh, you know what I mean? No, they, they don't. In fact, you have to eat them there. That's, that's one of the reasons we, we will not get that to go. We'll never get Kings to go. No, they got a 10-minute air life. Once you get air for 10, air, 10 yeah. minutes, it's done. You know yeah, I mean? you've got to eat it because they, they, the fries get soggy. And then the chicken stays somewhat crunchy, but you want that, I mean, right out the fry. Yeah, yeah. the toast nice too, crispy. I don't do toast. What? So I, I, I tell them, hold the toast and do extra fry. I, I'd rather have fries and toast. toast I hold too. the slaw and add the fry. I'll extra keep fry. the slaw. I don't care. I like the slaw. But I, I, I'd rather have extra fry. Hmm. No bread. I mean, the really? bread to me just fills me up. I'd rather have more chicken. So I'd rather well, have you a, eat it last, Ben. That's like the cookie, crumble cookie. You don't eat that first. You well, eat that probably, last. Probably, the bread probably wouldn't get eaten then, bro. I'd rather get a caniac with extra fries, no bread. Hmm. I don't know. Just if Rebecca's there, no Kaniac. <laughs> if it's you and I, it's Kaniac time. But Kaniac's like 13 bucks. It's expensive, bro. Chick- the cost of chicken's gone up, bro. Remember that guy told us 190 bucks for a box of chicken, chicken wings. Yeah, well, it's, yeah, it's about right. It's so, a bummer. I mean, pre-COVID, I mean, you know, dozen dozen wings was what, like seven bucks? Yeah. Did the chicken get COVID? What, what happened? You know what I mean? <laughs> like, you're blaming the chicken now for COVID or what? I don't know, man. Put SARS? <laughs> like, what's going on? It's disappointing. Something. But something. I can't believe somebody uh, frauded you on that. Mm. Yeah. Well, it's all good. I mean, you know. So they, they, they got away with the chicken. They can't reverse that, right? And they did. Because when I, when I went in, I logged into my app and I saw the order history and it already, you know, they had already purchased it. I mean, they already... It's so their picture history. on it, you know what I mean? I don't know. They, they're probably, uh, yeah, they're probably on somebody's camera, you know, some Canes place in Houston. They probably keep doing it, too, to other people, you know what I mean? Oh, I'm sure they will. Somebody I mean, likes I, Canes. I pulled the card out. I mean, I, f- I canceled the card. I, I flagged it as fraud, so I'll get the money back, and I'm not worried about it. But um, You know how desperate you are, bro, to hack into a Canes app to steal chicken? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I love fried chicken, but I'm not hacking into somebody's app to get it. Yeah, that's pretty bad, bro. Especially around Christmas, man. I mean, it, it, you know, it's funny. My wife's like, it's a good thing you pay attention to the account. I'm like, yeah. It is a good Well, actually, I, w- I wouldn't have known um, immediately because I don't check the account every single day, but I got the email. I get a oh, notification. The fraud alert. Yeah, well, no, I got the email that I ordered. Ten, I'm, like, I'm like, did I just order chicken? I'm Thanks like, for your large purchase. Was that, was that like a butt dial? Did I just butt order chicken? <laughs> like my mind's talking to my butt and it ordered chicken. I'm like, how did that happen? I'm like, it, was, it sounds good right now, but I'm like, man, I don't think I ordered it. These two are on the same page. <laughs> my butt and my mouth. Like, wow, let's get it in a good way. 
So uh, maybe that was their Christmas dinner, Ben. Maybe they had company and they got ten box combos for Christmas. You know what? I hope the dude was homeless or something that needed it. I don't know. Whatever. Uh, hope hope they enjoyed it. So if you're listening out there in Houston and uh, you, you hacked my account, <laughs> I hope you enjoyed it. <laughs> well, the Bible says what you have to pay the back. You know what I mean? Fourfold, fourfold. Or yeah. yeah. So somebody owes you forty boxes of Gaines chicken. Wow. Wow. Happy that's New Year, Ben. That's enough for about a year. But a Merry Christmas. You know what I mean? My heart couldn't handle 40 box combos a year. You know what I mean? My heart tells me you can only go to Cane's once a month. You know what I mean? I don't know, bro. And then Bush's Chicken, it's like a quarter. Yeah, Bush's Chicken. And then Winco. Winco, so... I don't know. Every other week. <laughs> it's well, that chicken crack. I had, we had... And we just had Winco on, Wednesday, on Friday. So we had Winco Chicken on Friday. I had Cane's on Sunday. you had Thursday. Was it Thursday? Winco Chicken. Maybe it was Thursday. Because you went to go get... Oh, yeah 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 yeah, 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 yeah. That's right. So, yeah, you're right. I got that food picture. I'm like, ooh. <laughs> got the Winco. box, the yeah. box with the label. <laughs> I already know what that is, Ben. That it's, deli sticker. It's a Winco chicken. Was he, would you get like a 20 piece? Uh, yeah. Yeah, we got a... No, 24. 24 for 20 bucks. That's good chicken. We're trying to do that for the church, but uh, they boycotted us for the baked chicken. Man, that would have been good. But Teresa had us fried chicken in the back. Well, so. see, then Damn. you're good. You're yeah, good. It's good. So you're covered. Yeah, it's covered. Do you have any uh, tamales coming up for Christmas, Ben? So uh, we're going to be traveling for Christmas, but when we get back, yes. You're going to have a hatch red chili? Uh, oh, yeah. You know it. And tamales? Well, it's, it's funny because my mom, um, uh, she made uh, she made menudo Sunday. And, uh, bro, it was bomb. It was pretty... Oh, no, I'm sorry. Saturday. Man, I got my days all mixed up. What's I know, wrong? but you had it Sunday as well. Man, Freddie just did an acid wash on my pool, and I think the chemicals <laughs> just got to me. <laughs> well, I know a guy like that, too. <laughs> he, oh, man. Co- cognac issue sometimes. <laughs> so, or cogni- <laughs> cognitive. Cog- sorry. Cognitive. Well, he told me he had cognac issues. So I thought, maybe you should come on Friday nights more often. You know, we deal with those cognac issues. Oh, man. That's so funny. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, so yeah, I had it Saturday. I did have it Sunday also, though, for dinner. Um, leftovers. But, uh, yeah, Manila was good, bro. It was pretty I had good. some lose tonight or this afternoon for lunch because we had, you know, we had, I had so much leftover. You still we had leftover? Yeah. Because Nate said he hit that leftover on uh, Friday night. He hit it hard. Wow. And then we went yesterday after the game. So, yeah, I'm full of lose right oh, now. Wow. Yeah, sorry. Good stuff, man. I can't fit in this room, barely in this chair, man. <laughs> Yeah, it was quite tasty. Wow. Man, all this talk about food. Maybe we should just get into the... Yeah, we should get into the podcast at some point. <laughs> Rebecca's going to be like, you had 15 minutes until the taco talk. All right. But well, we that introduced the taco pie. So That was that was taco talk. And so uh, now we're, uh, we're going to go ahead and get into some, uh, some content before we do that. I uh, just want to mention a couple things here. Uh, first off is uh, Christian Podcast Community. If you've not checked out Christian Podcast Community, check it out. There's a bunch of uh, podcasts within this community. Uh, most of these podcasts are, are, are pretty awesome. Uh, I just, I just want to put that out there. So, so check them out, check out Christian podcast community. You can, uh, you can check them out at, uh, podcasts.strivingforeternity.org. Um, and then check us out. Uh, our website is abundantlife.fm. I was talking to a, a sister from our church this past week and, uh, she was just mentioning, you know, she enjoyed our last episode. Um, and then I had asked her if she had seen the, uh, Oh, the taco ratings? The little taco ratings. And she's like, no. She's like, where do I see that? 
She's like, where, where do I see all these things that you guys talk about? I said, well, go to the website, AbundantLife.fm. There's a little taco on the bottom. We can, you can check out our taco ratings. There's resources. I even rate those by tacos. So that's kind of cool. Yeah. Um, and and uh, on top of all that, you can get our, our show notes and all of the episodes there. You can listen to them. So AbundantLife.fm, check us out. And then we're on social media. So we are on YouTube. So hello out in YouTube land. And then we're on uh, Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter. So, so be sure and uh, give us a like. Um, subscribe to our YouTube channel if YouTube's your thing. And uh, yeah, thank you. We had one today. Did we get a subscriber today? No, you had one today as far as the podcast. Oh, right, right, right. Little teaser. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so check us out if you get a chance. Uh, We do appreciate you guys and your support uh, on social media. So so, uh, just like I mentioned earlier, uh, today we are going to be talking about Emmanuel, uh, God with us. So uh, our key verse today is Matthew one twenty three, and obviously this is because uh, of, of the Christmas uh, holiday that we're having. But it's 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 not just a holiday. This is this is uh, an event that happened a long time ago, a true event, an event that uh, changed the world forever. Um, and it's 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 not about the the commercial Christmas that's out there that you see all these lights and trees, which. You know, I could do without, honestly, um, but it's <laughs> but it's about Jesus. It's completely Amen. and entirely about Jesus. So Matthew one twenty three says, "Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son, and they shall call his name Emmanuel." And so this was the angel, and he and, and the angel was speaking to Mary, uh, giving her insight to God's plan to save His people from their sin. Now, I don't know about you, Sasso, but man, I, I can't imagine what was going through her mind. I mean, she was, you know, pastor was preaching on this and, and, you know, he alluded to the fact that maybe she was around 16 or something around there. Um, and I'm even thinking back to when I was 16 and, you know, I was still a knucklehead, you know, yeah, for sure. <laughs> I'm still a knucklehead. Women mature faster though, Ben, you know, <laughs> they do, they yeah. do, you know, but man, what, what was, what was going through her mind, you know, and, and, you know, what was, uh, you know, was she thinking, you know, things like, you know, why me or, or, or who am I to have this happen or how can this be? You know, I bet there were a million questions just racing through her mind and, and yet she likely didn't even see the, the, the big picture. I mean, you know, cause this is all happening so fast. Well, I think he talked about yesterday that she probably didn't have a camel and all the miles that they had walked to get to where they were going to just to pay taxes um, that, and that's why they were going to Bethlehem to pay the taxes. And I mean, if I have to pay taxes, then, you know, I'm waiting to April 15th. I'm in no hurry. You know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. It wouldn't matter if I had a camel or a, or a donkey yeah, or whatever. Yeah. And he said, I don't think they even had a donkey. So they, they Joseph and Mary were walking and, uh, Rebecca thought about it and he said her feet were probably swollen. Yeah, I imagine. So Rebecca, when she was pregnant, I mean, she'd put her foot on me, her leg, and it was like 70-pound leg full of <laughs> fluid. And basically, like, I did the UFC tap like three times. Like, my foot is dead. I surrender. You know, so you imagine Mary with these bloated, oh, yeah. swollen feet. I can't imagine. Walking that great distance to eight, pay eight, taxes. Eight or nine pr- months pregnant. Yeah, I, yeah I, that's rough. Yeah, so... You know, but if we if we look back to the Old Testament, you know, we see a prophecy that was given during the reign of Ahaz, uh, king of Judah. And Ahaz, he was he was an evil king, which, like most kings were back then, they were most of them were evil. Um, but this prophecy was given as a sign to Ahaz, but it was actually a prophecy of the of the coming Messiah that we see fulfilled in Matthew chapter one, which would be about seven hundred years later. So Isaiah seven fourteen reads: Therefore, the Lord Himself will give you a sign. Behold, the virgin shall conceive and bear a son and shall call his name Emmanuel. So Emmanuel, uh, if we if we, we don't have a Webster's on this because the Bible already, like Sasso mentioned earlier, we we're talking about this uh, 
already interprets this for us is God with us. But Emmanuel is a masculine Hebrew name, meaning God with us or God is with us. You know, so, so I mean, one of the questions uh, that I had early on as a Christian, I was like, okay, well, if his name was supposed to be Emmanuel, why do we call him Jesus? Um, and so the, so the name Jesus was, you know, given to Joseph uh, in Matthew 1, uh, chapter 1, verse 21, and then also to Mary in Luke 1.31, which I'll read those in just a second here. Uh, but it means Yahweh saves or Yahweh is salvation. In the, in the Hebrew and Aramaic, uh, the name is Yeshua. So I think Pastor alluded to this yesterday, even in his sermon. Um, but this name is a combination of Yah, an abbreviation for Yahweh, uh, the name of Israel's God and the verb Yasha meaning rescue, deliver, or save. So Matthew 20, or 1, verse 20 and 21 uh, reads this. This is when the angel was uh, uh, talking to Joseph in a dream. It says, but as he considered the, those, these things, behold, the angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream, saying, Joseph, son of David, do not fear and take Mary as your wife. For that which was conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, for he will save his people from their sins. And then in Luke Chapter 1, verse 30 and 31, uh, we read, And the angel said to her, Mary, do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. So, so as, we, as we read, uh, we, we talk about, um, you know, God is with us, you know. So what else do we read in Scripture as evidence for, uh, for God is with us in the flesh? Well, we see this evidence uh, in the book of First Timothy, that Jesus was God in the flesh, because this is this is a big deal in Christianity. Because if God didn't come in the flesh, uh, then He couldn't be the perfect sacrifice and die for us and, and forgive our sins. Um, so this is this is kind of a big deal. But I think about how a Pastor said, "What could God give or give in in order for us to be redeemed, or what what would God have need of, or?" And the most precious thing he had was his son, that he would send his son to come in flesh to us. Um, and I thought, found that interesting. I never thought about that. Because for us, I mean, we try to give a perfect gift or a, a good gift. Um, but God gave the ultimate perfect gift and sent his son. And what else Amen. could he give that was greater than that? Amen. And I think that found that very interesting that he had brought that up that I had never thought about. That was interesting. Amen. Um, and so one of these verses uh, we're going to read here is 1 Timothy 1.16, which is also a very gospel-rich verse, um, and it says this, Great indeed, we confess, is the mystery of godliness. He was manifested in the flesh, vindicated by the Spirit, seen by angels, proclaimed among the nations, believed on in the world, taken up in glory. What a, what a rich verse. Uh, and then John also gives testimony of Jesus, um, God in the flesh, dwelling among us. And, and we read this in John 1.14. And the word, or Jesus, alluding to Jesus, became flesh, and he dwelt among us. And we have seen his glory, glory as of the only Son from the Father, full of grace and truth. And then we read in Colossians 2.9, for in him the whole fullness of deity dwells bodily, which is another big deal because a lot of a lot of religions will say, well, you know, Jesus was not God. He was just a man. He was a he was a prophet or he was a, you know, a, a good teacher, a good man. Um, but the reality is he was both God and man. Um, and so so he, he the, the verse that we started off with talks about, you know, God with us, God, God being with us. And he dwelt among us and experienced 
life as a human being. Um, and we read in Philippians uh, 2, 6 through 11, have this mind among yourselves, which is yours in Christ Jesus, who, though he was in the form of God, did not count equality with God a thing to be grasped, but he emptied himself. Okay, when it reads emptied himself, it's not saying emptied himself of his deity because a lot of there's some religions out there will say that. What it's talking about is his is he's it's alluding to his humility. Uh, it's it's referencing humility. Okay, when it says but him but emptied himself by taking on the form of a servant, being born in the likeness of men, and being found in human form, he humbled himself by becoming obedient to the point of death, even the death. On the cross. Therefore, God has highly exalted him and bestowed on him the name that is above every name, so that at the at the name of Jesus every knee should bow in heaven and on earth and under the earth, and every tongue confess that Jesus Christ is Lord to the glory of God the Father. And so it's it's a rich this is some rich verses here, Sasso. Uh and I don't I don't want I don't want you to miss this, uh listeners out there. Um Jesus came as God and man. Okay. Jesus lowered himself to become man, yet he did not lay aside his deity. He was a hundred percent man and a hundred percent God. And I know you can't, you know, be 200% of something, but let me tell you what God can, God can do this. And I think of just, if you think of Joseph, right. And he, <laughs> you know, maybe he has some bad thoughts, you know, and uh, Jesus said, Hey, I'm going to tell mom, you know, you can imagine, that Jesus knew the thoughts of Joseph, knew the thoughts of Mary, like, hey, whoa. <laughs> Pump your brakes, yeah, Mom. <laughs> Mom's mad, you know. I, know. I know what you're saying to Mom, even though you're not saying it. And he was 100% human. He got tired. He grieved. Yeah. yeah. Um, he was endured with sadness. And that's when I think that's so comforting as a Christian that said, and always was tempted, yet without sin. To show you that there is a way out of sin, there is a way out of temptation, that we're, we don't have to just succumb to our flesh, our earthly desires. He hungered, he had thirst, even on the cross. You know, he asked, uh, they tried to give him vinegar, um, and he didn't take it, but he was a thirst. He, I mean, he was at his very worst day of his life, um, and he gave his life. They didn't take it. Um, they didn't break a bone, like he said. Um, what, what, what happened? But you think about the journeys that they took, and he walked, and he got tired, and his feet got dirty, and uh, just what an awesome thing as a, as a heavenly being, uh, you know, almighty God, that he would come down and become flesh for us because he loved us. And I think it's powerful that he, that it's, it shows great humility. Um, and it'd be just like us if, you know, you saw, um, you know, Shaq after a game going in and not even close to it, but just a picture of it, of him sweeping the floors and helping the people clean up and, you know, like Shaq would never do that. Well, of course not. But Jesus Christ did more than that and humbled himself in human form and became us for that, for that, uh, the years that he walked this earth. Amen to that brother. And, and just like you, I also find it, you know, amazing and comforting that, you know, the God of the universe was tempted just like I am, you know, experienced loss, pain, sadness, just like us. And yet he did not sin as a result. You know, I, I fail on, on a daily basis and it's just more plain to see that I need Jesus and I can't live a righteous life without him. I mean, just like, you know, we, we had our podcast last week, just like it talks about in John 15, we can do nothing Amen. unless we abide in the vine. And so if you haven't heard that podcast episode, I highly recommend go check out uh, episode number 27, uh, where we talk about abiding in the vine. That's some sanctification test today, Ben. People were pretty, pretty rowdy on the phone, calling me names that uh, made my ears burn. Well, I, lo- I love your, your response, though. Merry Christmas. <laughs> yeah, that, uh, that did not help my cause. There. there was nothing merry about what she'd said. No, so, yeah. no. 
But it's the truth, right? It's it's about it's about Christmas, it's about the Lord, and it's about what you're talking about now. You know, just about how He became human flesh, and we celebrate that that He was born to die for us. But isn't it? I mean, Jesus experienced the same thing. I mean, He was ridiculed, He was spit on, you know, His beard plucked. I mean, He beat, He was beat, He was, um, you know, uh, persecuted. I mean, there was all kind of stuff that He put up with, um, and yet He still went to the cross for those people that did that betrayed for me, for me who sinned against by him, the inner you. circle. Yeah. Yeah. His, his Judas, the inner circle, yeah. um, Hebrews four fifteen. for we do not have a high priest mm. who is unable to sympathize with our weakness, but one who in every respect has been tempted as we are yet without sin. Let us then with confidence draw near to the throne of grace that we may receive mercy and find grace to help in time of need. So, Ooh. So, those are some powerful verses there, um, and and they're comforting to know that he, Jesus experienced stuff like me. Like he he went through stuff like me, I guess. And and I guess for me, it's like you know, I've received that grace, and I have the Holy Spirit, which means I I have the power to overcome. I have the power to to have self control to to avoid sin. Um, do I do it now? That's the other question. And so you know, like I said earlier, I. I, I do. I fail. I fail on a daily basis. Um, and that's why I need Jesus every day. I need that gospel every day. Um, and I think many other religions here don't have that. Their high priest cannot be touched. Their high priest is in Rome. That, right. And he's not somebody that you will, that they'll ever meet, no, that will ever come. No. But we simply just can close our eyes or not even close our eyes, just look up into the heavens and he's right there. Yeah. Even in, at times of great adversity. I guarantee you the Pope ain't going to answer your if you're being tempted, you can't call him. He's not available for. Uh, well, he he sees our thoughts for Facetime. Well, he sees our thoughts. I mean, so I, I mean, I can think a prayer. I can, I can think, and and lo- the Lord hears me as I speak in my mind, which is is just it's mind blowing. I mean, and he prays for you. Yeah, as your high he's, priest, he's my high priest. Yeah, like wow. So that kind of begs the question, though. I mean, you know, we talk about Emmanuel, God with us, but. Why? Why did why did Jesus come to be with us? What what's what's the what's the what's the purpose? I mean, you know, it's it's quite simple. You know, we're we're sinners. We're on our way to eternity apart from God, and out of great love for people who are unlovely like me, Jesus stepped in to save us from eternal damnation. Amen. In Matthew, we see the angel speaking to Joseph, stating the purpose for Jesus. In Matthew one twenty one, she will bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus. For what? For he will save his people from their sin. And in the book of Luke, Jesus testifies of himself and his mission. Uh, Luke 19.10, for the Son of Man came to seek and save the lost. And I would say when that started up in the garden, the moment that sin was introduced in the world, God already had to plan before the world began because he knew this would happen. Amen. And this was, and I think of the Jewish people at that time that were looking for his coming, uh, that were looking forward to the birth because they had read the prophecy, you know, prophecies in Isaiah and they knew that he was going to send forth his firstborn son. And they were looking forward to that. Just as we look to the rapture, they looked toward his birth. Um, and what a powerful, since the, since the need was, before the need even came, he had already had a plan to send his son uh, for us to seek and save uh, that which was lost as the good shepherd. Amen. Yeah. And, and this, is, this is what makes the name it, claim it movement false. Jesus didn't come to make your dreams come true. <laughs> he came to rescue you from yourself. He came to give you new life, eternal life, which is worth more than new cars, big houses, jewelry, and money. You know, so why did Jesus come in the flesh, though? Why did he just come in the flesh? I mean, couldn't Jesus, 
just speak forgiveness for and forgive all of humanity? Well, I, I suppose I suppose he could. However, sure. God is a God of order and integrity and truth. And he can't go against his nature. And we read in Hebrews that the only way sins can be forgiven is by the shedding of blood or a blood sacrifice. Amen. And so if, if we, and, and by the way, I, I'm going to read a bunch of verses here from Hebrews uh, chapter nine. I would recommend go read the whole uh, chapter, uh, chapter nine. Um, it, there's just some amazing verses. There are some amazing truths. Um, I just picked out a few here for, for the podcast uh, for this purpose, but go check it out. It's a, it's a great chapter. Hebrews 9.22, it says, Indeed, under the law, almost everything is purified with blood. And without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. And they were referring to the Old Testament here, but it applies. And, it, and not just any sacrifice. The sacrifice must be without spot or blemish, just as the lamb uh, sacrifices in the Old Testament. So they had to find a, a lamb, and it was without blemish. In fact, we uh, we saw that in the uh, chosen um, uh, Christmas special last year. You know, the, the shepherd he had brought the, the little lamb, and he was he had blemishes on there, and they rejected it. They had, he couldn't he couldn't use that lamb, and they said, "Hey, no, you don't come back until you find the." Perfect, perfect spotless yeah. lamb. And then the shepherd ends up going to see the baby Jesus and he comes back and he says, Hey, did you find that sacrifice? And he just has this big old grin. It's a, it's <laughs> great. I'm going to, I'm going to put a, a link to the, uh, to the episode of the chosen Christmas special from last year it in this awesome. episode. Cause it was, it's totally worth it. It's like 30 minutes, but it's, a, it's good. It was so good. Um, Hebrews nine fourteen says, how much more will the blood of Christ who through the eternal spirit offered himself without blemish to God, Purify our conscience from the dead works to serve the living God. So Jesus was the perfect sacrifice that fulfilled all the Old Testament sacrifices and covered any future sacrifice that would be necessary. Literally, he was the perfect sacrifice. And so in Hebrews uh, 9, 24 to 28, we read, For Christ has entered not into holy places made with hands, which are copies of the true things, but into heaven itself. Now to appear in the presence of God on our behalf, just like Sasso mentioned earlier, we have a high priest who's interceding for us on our behalf, nor was it to offer himself repeatedly as the high priest enters the holy places every year with blood, not his own, for then he would have had to suffer repeatedly since the foundation of the world. In other words, Jesus had to die one time and that's it. Amen. But as it is, he has appeared once for all at the end of the ages to put away sin by the sacrifice of himself. And just as it is appointed for man to die once, and after that comes judgment, so Christ, having been offered once to bear the sins of many, will appear a second time, not to deal with sin, but to save those who are eagerly mm. waiting for him. He's Amen. coming again, guys. Jesus is coming back. That's why I sleep toward these, Ben. My, my head's ready. I'm ready. <laughs> ready, to, yeah. ready for takeoff. I don't have to even turn around. I just come straight out. You know what I mean? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I'm ready to go. Rebecca thinks you're crazy. <laughs> true, true and true. So, Sasso, you alluded to this a little bit earlier. Um, you, you know, why did why did God send Jesus though? Why 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 send His only Son? Like why 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 is this? Why was this the, the method? Why was this the perfect sacrifice? Psalm fifty verse ten says, "For every beast of the forest is mine, the cattle on a thousand hills." God owns everything. Okay, Amen. He owns. I mean, you know, sorry Elon, sorry Jeff Bezos. Mm. God wins. He owns everything. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I don't care how much real estate you have, how much gold, Bitcoin, whatever you have. God owns everything, okay? Amen. So what could God give that would actually cost him something? And you kind of alluded to this a little bit earlier. His son is the only thing of value or worth. Uh, everything on this earth, including the earth, could be spoken into existence. But God uh, sending his son was ultimately a sacrifice. And he did it because he loves us. I mean, I think of the when Abraham, right? Abraham was promised a son. 
and he went out of it because he didn't want to wait, and he messed that up a little bit. But God's promise was still true, and Isaac came, and God wanted to test the love of Abraham, and he said, I want you to offer up your son to me. And I remember just in the story, which everybody would as well, when they're going up, and the you know Isaac's like, hey, whoa, wait a minute, like, I don't see a sacrifice. And he said, God will provide. And I think that's powerful that God will provide and that God provided his son. And he was a symbolism of Abraham and Isaac and how he was willing to offer him up. And I think Abraham, I couldn't, I don't have that faith. That's why I'm not in Hebrews 11. But uh, (laughs) he had that faith to know that God will provide. And I think the Jews, the Jewish people in those days knew God would provide, and some of them were looking for the Messiah, and, and sadly, some are still looking for that Messiah today. Mm, yeah. But it is that perfect sacrifice that he said God will provide, and God, Jesus was the thicket, was the ram in the thicket there mm, for us, and he was he was the perfect lamb. And they, they talk about the lamb as well when he said he was silent as a lamb and said nothing when he was persecuted and railed on, and um, just what a, what a great picture that was that we got in from Abraham and Isaac in the Old Testament. I, I wonder what was going through Isaac's mind. I mean, uh, you know, Isaac's carrying up the wood, you know, and Abraham, they're walking up and the, he probably helped him build the altar and he's probably laying on the altar because it says he's coming at him yeah. with the knife, you know, he's ready to go. So, I, I mean, he, he's not putting up a fight. So I, I'm wondering Isaac's faith must've been, you know, there as well because he's trusting, he's trusting his dad, at least at minimum, um, if he had faith in the Lord, then he's trusting God too. But he, he laid there without a fight. And I mean, Abraham's coming in and angels like, Oh, pump, pump <laughs> your brakes. Stop. <laughs> and he said, I knew you were going to do it. Like he, you know, God knows our motives and thoughts. He, yeah. he knew that he was going to go through with it. I stopped him. I couldn't do it. No, I don't know. I couldn't do it. That's why we're not in Hebrews 11. That's right, brother. <laughs> we'll never make it. We might be in the Maccabees, but we'll never make it to Hebrews. <laughs> we're not, Hebrews be, 11. not in the Hall of Faith. <laughs> not in the Hall of Faith. Nope. <laughs> Maybe the Hall of Faith list, but not faith. <laughs> I'm already there, Ben. <laughs> My name's Aaron. That, uh, so, that book. so, uh, so yeah, so that, that uh, Jesus was the only thing that God could send um, that would have actually cost him anything, which is uh, truly an amazing thought if you really think about it. Um, there's a, so there's this, poem or song, if you will, uh, was written by, it's called Emmanuel, written by Thomas Terry, uh, also known as Odd Thomas. Um, and I'm just going to read through this because it's just some, some uh, good, some amazing lyricism. I, I really like it. Um, and so I'm going to go ahead and just uh, read this out. It says, lift up your eyes and see the riches of the all-sufficient king seated on his throne in glory. See his scepter that stretches the expanse of unmeasured space. Hear him who holds all things together declare all things are mine without exception. See the curiosity of the cosmos as Christ condescends to his most cherished creatures. See the astonishment of angels as the Almighty advances towards earth. See the humility of the pre-existent king born of a virgin birth. The infinite becomes infant. Uh, The maker becomes man. The divine becomes despised. And the Christ is crucified. The author of all creation cursed upon the tree that he himself spoke into being. And the Lord of life was laid in the tomb, but the grave could not contain him. And so the Son of Man was raised to life. But why? To draw near, to pierce our greatest fear, to shed satisfying blood on our behalf, to give back the life that we were meant to have, to enjoy, to hear, to adore, to taste, and to look with peace upon our Savior's face and embrace him with an undying faith to interpose all his worthiness into us. 
and to and serve the most unworthy and undeserving. He is our God, and we are mere men made by him. We are not like him, but he loves us and moves among us, the great uncreated and the created, no longer separated. He is Emmanuel, God with us. Amen. Amen. And so, uh, did you, Sasso, did you have any closing thoughts? Yeah, I, uh, I do. I, I, I think, Ben, I think last year we alluded to this, where people were out alone at Christmas, and I think what I take from Emmanuel, God with us, uh, taken from Hebrews thirteen five, it says, "Let your conversation be without covetousness, and be content with such things as ye have." For He had said, "I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee." And that, to what I get from Emmanuel, that no matter where you go, no matter where you are, um, God is with you. God is ever with you. And I always think, uh, you know, it can mean good and bad. If you're not doing right, God with you is not comforting. Yeah. But if you're doing right and you're not and you're lonely or you feel like, hey, I don't have anywhere to be this Christmas season, um, God is ever with you. He said, I will never leave thee nor forsake you. Amen. Uh, and if you need a place to go, I mean, you can hit us up on the show. I, I'll have you over for dinner. I'm having dinner like at four Ta- or five. Tacos. Ta- I don't have turkey tacos, but I'll have pasta tacos. No, I'm just kidding. Pasta tacos. We'll, we'll have pasta. <laughs> Spaghetti tacos. Spaghetti tacos. Enjoy. <laughs> um, and then I think of Joshua when he was taking over for Moses. And uh, Moses is a great leader and led the children of Israel for a time. And God said, hey, it's your time to die. I'm, Joshua's going to lead us into the promised land um, because he had sinned. And Joshua was found to be faithful. And I'm sure that was a nerve-wracking thing. And in Joshua 1.9, he says, Have not I commanded thee, be strong and of a good courage, be not afraid, neither be thou dismayed, for the Lord mm-hmm. thy God is with thee, whithersoever thou goest. I think of Emmanuel and even when Jesus was raised from the dead, when he was born to die, he grew up, he died. And before he left, he left us the comforter. Amen. And um, he didn't leave us without anything. He left us with himself, his Holy Spirit that indwells the believer. And that's a whole podcast or a whole series of podcasts yeah. in itself. But that the Holy Spirit indwells us, even in times where we feel alone, where we're never alone. I think of David, how he would cry out and said, oh, God, where are, where are you? Um but God is ever with us, and many times we just we, we we get a hold of things. And just like when we looked at that, the, when we watched the movie "Show Me the Father," and he gets to that point where mm. he said, "You know, James Dobson had a father to go to for advice, but I didn't have a father that I, that I could go to advice." And it was like not an audible voice, but God said to him, "Have not haven't I been a good father to mm. you?" Wow! And many mm. times we forget the powerful. God that dwells within us, right? If you're a born-again believer, God dwells inside of you. Mm. And that truth of Emmanuel, God with us, is ever-present and it's ever-true. And it, it's never not true. And you can go to Romans. We went through those verses last last episode about nothing can separate us from the love Amen. of God. Yes. And that rings true with Emmanuel, God with us, in this Christmas season. Amen. Um, you know, it's funny, and, and you talked about this earlier too. I remember I used to uh, teach uh, Sunday school, and I would tell my kids, "I'm like, I'm like, hey, if any of you were to, you know, call up the president of the United States and ask for a meeting, could you get it?" And they're like, "No." What about you know? And I would say somebody like Shaq or you know Michael Jordan or something. Hey, we call him up. Do you think he'll meet with you? No. What about a movie star? You know, a Tom Cruise or somebody like that? No. But guess what? You can talk directly to God and Amen. he hears Amen. you. And it's just, it's amazing to, to think that we have this relationship. We have this relationship Access. with the creator yeah. of all. I mean, the, uh, yeah, it's just an amazing thought. Um, so my question to you, uh, listener, do you have a relationship with Jesus? Uh, maybe you don't. 
and you would like to know more. Um, Sasso mentioned you can contact us on our website, AbundantLife.fm. There's a contact button on the upper right-hand corner. I encourage you to reach out. We would love to do a Bible study. We'll take you out for dinner. Um, we'd love to meet with you if you are here in the um, in the Valley, Phoenix Valley metro area. Um, if not, contact us anyhow. We can do a Zoom. We can do a, a phone call. Um, I, I, we want to make sure that anyone who hears this podcast has a relationship with Jesus. Okay. Amen. And so, so if you, if you don't have a relationship with Jesus, maybe you're, you're ready to surrender and, and trust Jesus as your savior, you know? Um, and, and if this is the case and you're listening to this right now, you're just ready right now. Um, you just simply need to pray and, and it's not the prayer that saves you. It's what you believe. Do you believe that you're a sinner? Do you believe that God sent Jesus to this earth, born of a virgin, lived life as a human, but yet fully God, died for your sin and was raised on the third day, ascending to heaven, seated at the right hand of God? If you believe this, tell God this, tell him that. And remember, he sees your thoughts. He knows your heart. Okay, so he knows if this is, if this is genuine. Okay, he knows. And if you do this, this is, this is what we call as Christians being born again um, or being saved. Um, but again, it's not the prayer that saves you. It's, it's what you believe. It's what you have and you hold in your heart. Um, and, and maybe you do know Jesus. Maybe you have, have a relationship, but you're dri- you've drifted. And, and, and you know, Jesus, he, he did not come to condemn, but to save. And like a good father, he's, he's just waiting to embrace you. Okay, So I encourage you to repent. Repent of your sin and come back to the fold. Um, and again, it's just prayer. It's just talking to him and telling him that you're sorry, sorry for your sin, that you repent and, and you ask for that forgiveness. We have First John 1, 9, if you confess your sin, he's faithful and just to forgive your sin and cleanse you of all unrighteousness. Um, but that verse is so precious because it's true. Uh, you, can, you can be restored to the, to the Father immediately. Um, so that's my challenge to you. Sasu alluded to... Uh, Show Me the Father movie. I'm going to put a link to that again. I put that on, on several of our episodes. Uh, it's just been released onto uh, DVD and on for digital streaming. So I highly recommend you check it out. It's a great, it's a great documentary done by the Kendrick Brothers. Um, Phenomenal, Ben. Phenomenal. I've, I've seen it twice at the movies, and I need to purchase it so that uh, See it I, I can watch it again because I, I, I probably won't get tired of it. It's, it's amazing. And Ben, I think when we think of God and we don't, when we are in sin, uh, we don't see that he is with us. Um, but he, he always is. He, he never leaves. The prodigal son address was never changed. The father didn't pack up and move out. He waited at that same spot and waited for the son to come back. And God's the same way. He's always waiting for you to come back if you leave him. And he is ever, ever, ever with us. Always. Amen. It's said, a, even to the end of the world, right? If you look at Revelation 21. Amen. Even into the end of the world. Amen. When he comes again. Amen. As Christians. That's why I face the East, Ben. <laughs> I want to be raptured up. But my mother-in-law thinks he's coming every minute, and she she anticipates that. So she's and we should we yeah, should we anticipate should, it. Absolutely. You don't we wait we, we well, never come know. quickly. This episode may not even make it out because he's coming back. Who knows? Amen. But anyway, guys, we want to thank you so much. Thank you for listening. Uh, we appreciate your support. Be sure to check us out abundantlife.fm. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook. Please subscribe to our YouTube channel. If that's if that's your uh, method for uh, finding media. And guys, we thank you. We love you. Merry, Merry Christmas. Christmas. Merry Christmas. And remember, Jesus is the reason for the season. Amen. Don't forget that. That's the true meaning of Christmas. Uh, not all Greatest this, gift of not all, all time. Amen. Not all this commercial stuff. So remember, God, God with us, Emmanuel. Amen. Thank you, guys. Love you, guys. Love to see you. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Abundant Life Podcast. We pray you were blessed by today's episode. Please visit us online at AbundantLife.fm. Until next time. 
May God bless you.